Hey guys, this is Patrick from Ice Nine Kills, and you're listening to The Blaze and the Breeze. Is that better? I guess so. I mean, you were fine on my end before, so. No, all you guys, you guys kept lagging and the audio would just cut out. Hmm. I don't know. We had some storms today. That probably has something to do with it. Maybe. There he is. There we go. So where's the mailman going? Um, I don't actually... I, I didn't actually see which place he came from, but he's taken off now. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe there'll be something downstairs waiting for me later. That's always good. <clears throat> there is another one. You are using computer audio. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you look right. tired. I'm always tired. You do realize that you have to leave this one, right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I thought we were going to talk about like Mel and all that stuff first. I thought John's the one that starts that. We'll get to that. Where's the other two? Josiah might be signing up on his oh, other okay. Did you tell John to get back in this one? Yeah. Do that right. now. I thought I did. Because uh, I haven't been talking to him. <laughs> yeah. I need, to, I need to open this. This is super good. What is that? Chocolate? Swiss chocolate. Yes. That sounds kind. It is so good. Gross. That sounds gross. It's coffee. No. Chocolate monster. Oh. Oh. That's still pretty. So gross. It's, wait, it's more caffeinated coffee. Yeah. Because coffee needed more caffeine. Pretty much. So it doesn't taste like monster at all, then. Tastes like Swiss chocolate. What the fuck? What? <laughs> it's phenomenal. I hate society. <laughs> you there, John? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're all here. All right, no. Yeah? <laughs> nope. Uh, no. No. Forgetting about Josiah? <laughs> no. Well, it pops up four pictures at the top, and now there's five, and I didn't see yeah, just is not here. Yeah, is he, is he signing up on his computer? Is he okay? <laughs> oh, oh, we got a message. Somebody's got a message. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> you got mail. Does <laughs> I should be here any second now? Any second. Any second. So how is everyone's day? Uh, it's been monsooning over here. Really? What does that mean again? Yeah. yeah. 
It's just raining its ass off all day. Oh, lucky. Lucky. Yeah, I like the rain. Yeah. Well, so good it. when it's like raining really hard and cold. It's the best. <laughs> well, you guys can come to New Jersey then. Okay. Perfect. I'll for pack that. up my stuff. I'll pack up a suitcase and then I'll I'll head out there. It rains a lot. Right Since you're passing through Pennsylvania, you should stop by say hi. Yes. And let me hit your eye. Okay. There's Josiah. Did you just turn a light off then? (laughs) (laughs) Your lighting setup is so good on the other one. Yeah, I don't know what the... Where'd it go? Oh, there you guys are. Yeah, I don't know what the issue is with that. I don't know if I need to hit another light or what. That was my phone, so... Your computer has terrible lighting. Yeah, dude, my computer sucks butt. So bad. Is that why you keep it? (laughs) I go turn on another light, see if that helps anything. I mean, you're fine. You just look a little gray. Are you sad, Josiah? Is that why I look a little gray? Oops. It's neat. <laughs> <laughs> it's recording. Frick. <laughs> What'd you guys say? So we're just going to see knees on the first part of this. Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, Neeson, Liam Neeson, Neeson, is Neeson, is Neeson, is Neeson. You guys ever seen the vine? Nope. No, not. Great. Fine. You just need to look up Liam Neeson's knees. It was a vine? Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> all right, let's start then. Are we all good? We all have good connection? I think so. Yep. You guys can hear me and everything? Yeah. I can hear you. Who's squeaking though? Somebody's squeaking. Oh, it's my chair. I'm sorry. Don't move. Get a new chair. Come on. Don't move a muscle then. Right up against the wall. Don't move yes, one damn muscle. You guys want to look at this like giant light right there that hurts? No, I didn't. Better squeak. Yeah, light hurts my eyes right now too. <laughs> yes, exactly. See? So what happens when you don't sleep, be a vampire? Well, I'm not a vampire, but I feel like one. Can you guys see me better now? <laughs> yeah, you look good. Is the look lighting pretty as always. Is the lighting better on it? It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. What I really want to know about Bryce's haircut, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was going to bring that up. That's what I want to start with. I want to start with that. I don't have to talk about it. Uh, Why not? <laughs> uh, because we're not allowed to get haircuts in Pittsburgh right now. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, we can't well, either. But... Clothes and everything. Ooh. Like, hey, even if a friend comes over and yourself? cuts your hair. What? No, I had a friend, like a family friend, cut it. Who's a hairstylist, but like, even she's not allowed to do that. Right to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Right to jail. Um, our quarterback for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers got in trouble because his barber came over to his house, cut his hair, and then like everyone got upset about it. Mm, That's what you get for being a Steeler. Stupid. 
Ooh. Okay. Look. Ooh. Triggered. <laughs> I could not care less. I'm sure. That's a bit ridiculous, though, that someone can't come over and cut your hair. Yeah. Right. Like, for me, like, doing landscaping and stuff, like, I'm outside in the heat. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting a haircut so I don't get a heat stroke, but... You know what they would say? Just shave your head. Cool. I actually had to walk around outside for, like, ten minutes in the heat, and it was unbearable. Well, you also got that California heat. That's a little different. Yeah, it is true. What part of California are from again, Andrew? Southern California. What part That's of Southern California? That's the best California? part. Anaheim. Okay. Yeah, My mom was Disneyland. born in Anaheim Beach, Garden Grove. My mom was born in San Diego, so I was just wondering. <laughs> All right, let's start. Who's got mail? I do. That's not surprising. Yeah, I was okay, going to say. Okay, only two things. Is it Silverstein vinyl? No, it's not. Okay. So. Is it another Iceland Kills lighter? No. <laughs> so. He hesitated. The first thing is the pink um, Iceland Kills hoodie. Oh. Yeah. It looks white. Yeah, that looks yeah. white from the light. It's It's yeah. a really, like light baby pink so it it comes off white in like every picture i've ever taken of it um and then i got the vessels 2.0 um box set from star set oh nice yeah oh. Only like a lot more than i wanted i love that band i need to start listening to them they're good yep. i would say I start with a new album okay I don't know. They're all, they're all. I think they're all pretty much equally good. I think. Yeah. No. They. I don't think they have a bad album. I just prefer yeah. the new one. I think. I mean, I've listened oh. to a, a couple songs from their first album. They were really good. I just stopped. I just didn't think about it after that. Yeah. I haven't listened to anything from them. Well, you need to get. Well, we'll get on it after. Yeah, when you we get there. You definitely should. Yeah. I mean, if. It's a good, like, space kind of rock band that occasionally has a breakdown, so. It's catchy. It's true. Yeah. I like it. I can dig on that. I guess them and the band Red are in talks of doing a collaboration at some point. Hmm. That would be interesting. I absolutely, would love, I absolutely love Red, too. Their newest album is freaking phenomenal. Oh, I yeah. only heard one they, song I read. To listen to the entirety of it. It's a banger. It's borderline. I think, yeah, it's like their heaviest album yet, I'd say. Super heavy. There's not a, from what I've heard. There's not a soft song on the album. Hmm. No. Awesome. I don't know if I've listened to them in the last, like, five years. Their, their album of Beauty and Rage is really, really good. Then their album Gone, not the best thing in the world at all. Um, but then their newest album, Declaration, is... Insane. Yeah, I think new single they have out is pretty good too. Which one? Is it Sever? No, what's the other one? Uh, I'm not looking at it. I think so. Is it that? Yeah, that's actually probably their softer song on the, the softest song on the album. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good song. Their their song Sever is really good too. Anyway, who's got mail? Aside from Bills. No, no. 
I got actually got an envelope that I want to open on camera. Uh -huh. Oh, oh. It's anthrax. <laughs> what it is? Not so just, anthrax either. No, so just coughed in the envelope, and that's really great. <laughs> it is the third variation of this guitar pick. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's awesome. And. I got this the other day. Oh. Phenomenal album. My favorite songs on it, which after Chester died, I could not listen to it all the way through. Because I would just ball my eyes out. Still do. It's rough. And this one. Oh. It's a great album. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> Her first album is the best, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wasn't her first album like a Christian like worship album or something? Oh, okay. The first not the very, very first. Uh, I think yeah, that first album is underneath to. her real name. I have yeah, the real name, yeah. Wait, Katy Perry's not her real name? Well, it's now something it's, close did, to it. It's Katy Hudson, but she legally yeah. changed it to Katy Perry. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I was the day years old when I found this out. <laughs> The album that she toured Warp Tour with, that album. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was that. Uh, one of the boys, was it? Yeah. 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 I really I liked uh, that song, Waking Up in Vegas, <laughs> and um, You're So Gay. <laughs> Actually, a song. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> she probably can't perform it anymore. Either. I was going to say, that's got to stay back in 2008. <laughs> yeah, there's no way she could do that now. No. You know what? I'm going to look up her set list and see the last time she played that now. Probably not any time recently. You're probably going to be scrolling back so far to find yeah. that song. It's back to page like and 742 on set list. I'm honestly surprised like Billie Eilish was able to get away with her song I Wish You Were Gay off her first album. Uh, December 2012 was the last time she played it. How'd you look that up so quick? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Setlist FM has a thing where you can pull up the song and it shows the first time it was played and the last time. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that's... that works. Fine. What do you guys I'm think about looking wasn't... up set lists before you go to shows? I do, do it you, all the time. Do you like to look yeah. it up or do you like a surprise? Yeah, I usually do. <laughs> I do it. I do it because, like, I... yeah, like. I get to be able to listen to the songs over and over again and really get them in before going to the concert for getting the lyrics. Yeah, that's what I do. I make playlists sometimes. Uh, yeah, I do that exact same thing, actually. Normally, I'll try to put it in the exact order. I do that, too. Do you guys listen to the um, the band before you see the show? Yeah. You get, like, psyched oh, up or an exact Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I listen to them before the show, but I don't uh, – I usually don't – Look up the set lists. I, I I prefer a bit of a surprise. Yeah, me too. I just do it to to make sure that I know the song. Like especially if it's a band I like, to make yeah. sure that I know that. Especially if they they put out oh, like yeah. a new song recently and I didn't know that. Because happens all the time. That does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, question. Yes. Answer. What about wearing the band's merch to the show? All the time. I, I was going to ask yeah, that. Fine. I never do. I do it. I do it. Really? Yeah. I, I do it. I rep them. 
I rep yeah. it. Especially like, if it's like one of the opening bands. Right. Like if I'm right. here for a reason and that reason is this specific band, nobody else. Yep. I'm like, I'm just old school scene and that was a uh, a bad luck charm to wear one well, of the band's shirts. That's just I, ridiculous. I kind of think it's I kind of think it's weirder to wear a shirt of a band to a show that's not playing. I think that's weird. Yes, I find that very like, strange. That's so weird, like. Yeah. Me too. But then I also understand like you're there to see the bands on the bill, so like why would you need to express that you're there for them? Because I usually buy the shirts the there anyway. Bro, I still just buy the shirt. I mean, I normally just wear like an old Ice Nine Kill shirt just to flex on everyone at the Ice Nine Kill show. But that's true. <laughs> Speaking of shirts, oh, did you guys make the trade? <laughs> Someone didn't slide into my DMs yet. I I forgot about that. No, what shirt are you guys wearing today? So, what shirt am I wearing today? Well, like everybody. I'm wearing a conviction shirt. Um, I've got an uh, under I'm my wearing this one. I've got an architect shirt on. Ooh. Ooh. What do you got, yeah. Andrew? Oh, Andrew. slaves. Slaves. Ooh. A beautiful death. Bryce, we can see that you are, in fact. I don't know if you can say that anymore, Andrew. I don't know if you can say that you love slaves. <laughs> there we go. God damn it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, this is recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to get a job in the entertainment industry. I'm really glad we got that. <laughs> I know what the episode's going to be titled. No. You can't love slaves. <laughs> <laughs> that really, like, when you think about it, that really is not a good thing. Yeah. Oh, what do you listen to, slaves? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, my Lord have mercy on all of us. <laughs> I'm just wearing an Eagles jacket, so that doesn't matter. I'm rocking this Conviction shirt. It's a Isn't shirt. that one of the new ones? No, this is actually one of their old ones. It was from... Uh, <laughs> uh, it was from their uh, first album cycle, the I Will Become. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's still up, it was still up on their website, which I was really surprised about. So I need to order from them again soon. They put up new merch designs like all the time. It's ridiculous. I love that band so much, though. Yeah. It's hands, hands down my favorite band, without a question. I need to buy them, but we'll talk about that at a different time. Right now, we got... Talk, well, not yet. We got another thing to talk about. Fine. Oh, jeez. We just talked about it before the show. Jeez. We only tried to make a plan. Gosh. Gosh. Freaking idiot. <laughs> and we're, speak we're speaking of concerts, so I guess we're going to slide into that. Yes, That's everybody's yes. favorite concert they've been to, if you had to pick just one. It's a tough one. It's, that's hard, yeah. Can we include, like, a whole festival? I'm going to include a festival. <laughs> I'll be last because I need to think about that. I think my favorite show that I've been to, purely because of the band playing and just the trip in general, was seeing Convictions at the Hoosier Dome with Hollow Front this last February. 
I would love to see Hollow Front. They were, it was, it was a phenomenal show. It was cool because that was like my third time seeing them, and I got to hang out and talk with the guys again and whatnot, and gave them some Red Bull and Lacroix because it, it was the last day of the tour. Hollow Front <laughs> announced a show near me, like right before um, we weren't allowed to go to shows anymore. Oh, that's so they had to cancel it. Yeah, it sucked. That's rough, dude. But yeah, that that show was absolutely phenomenal. It was it was such a great show. Not bad. I can't wait to see that band again. I was gonna go see them with a uh, War of Ages in Chicago, but then everything happened, and I planned on actually traveling from Missouri to Chicago just to go see that show, but they got canceled. Canceled. <laughs> but yeah, that was my favorite show. Love that show. Great. I'm gonna do mine and say Warp Tour 2007. Was, uh, that was the time I got to see probably Under Oath in their prime right after Define the Great Line. That is Under Oath in their prime. I got to watch Aaron drum in pretty much his underwear. That was fun. <laughs> were his shorts that small or was he actually in I think his shorts were just that small. You gotta be loose, man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta feel everything. You gotta feel the wind, everything. Mm-hmm. And that was also when uh, the opening, one of the opening bands was Gallows. Oh yeah, and uh, was it of, um, uh, Bless the Fall and ETF on that that tour as well? I would have surprised. Yes, they were. That was the last time I saw ETF with Ronnie. Damn. <laughs> and the only time I got to see Craig with Bless the Fall. Oh I yeah. Actually, got to see like when Bless the Fall played Chain Reaction by me back in 2011. Craig showed up and did an encore with them. Nice. That's awesome. That's really. I think it was like three or four songs. That's really awesome. That's awesome. But Gallows being the opening band for Warp Tour, instead of playing up on the stage, they played a pit show. That was amazing. Did you go to the Black on Black tour? No. Did you? I didn't start going to shows until 2010, 2011. Why not? I was very sheltered. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I think my first show was in, or like rock related, was 2012. And after that, my next one wasn't until like 2016. Wow. Yeah, for me, it's probably 2010. Okay. What was your guys' first show? Like a first oh. real show? Probably First concert been, um, ever. Probably okay. uh, the festival we had here, Soundwave. Um, that was probably my first rock, like anything. Like that was, um, I saw Taking Back Sunday, um, Paramore, AFI, Him, um, Escape the Fate. Um, Bro, that was like and prime time emo right there. The headline band was Faith No More. I think. You guys get yeah. all the coolest festivals. Yeah, freaking Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're all flying out there when next sound wave happens, and we're all gonna go no live <laughs> recording. <laughs> <laughs> if we get big enough, they might invite like us got, out. We've got good things now, nice. so. First show ever for me was Beastie Boys 2003. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. 
to the Five Burrows tour. And the, they had an intermission band. They played two different sets. But the intermission band was uh, Porno Sonic. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. It was what? Porno Sonic. I hate that. They are a porno funk band. I'm not going to look that up. They're better than Porno Grind, right? And nothing's good with that word. It's incorporated in it. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother looking them up because I really don't want that on my search history. Yeah. My first metal show was Bullet Point Valentine and Chiodos. My first actual concert was Backstreet Boys. And which, I have no which Chiodos? Which Chiodos? Brandon, the only one that matters. They both matter. Not according to Andrew. <laughs> Me and Andrew are going to fight on so many things. Oh, you I'll guys already have, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a band I could never get into. Who, Chiodos? Listen to Illuminatio. I have to hold tolerable. I've All's never well that ends well. The only song I've enjoyed from Chiotis was Why the Monsters Matter. I enjoyed drugs a lot, but not too I'm so disappointed <laughs> that he's not able to tour this year. After that single oh, he put out for drugs. I know. That's so yeah. sad. Their name sounds like Cheetos. What? <laughs> You just cut onto that? <laughs> I'm a bit slow sometimes. Oh, I forgot I forgot one mail mail call that I wanted to oh, oh, show. Great. Bring it on. Sorry. This CD. And it's signed. So Oh, you got it? Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well here. Well, here. Got our, has anyone got their EPs from eBay yet? No. <laughs> Mine will be here tomorrow. Really? Holy crap, dude. Yeah, it just arrived at uh, my local USPS facility. I'm actually going to go ahead and check my... Uh... Well, actually, it left my local USPS facility tonight. Bro, they're still on here. On my eBay? Yeah. Yeah. They are. I don't know how many that guy has. He has a whole bunch of them, apparently. 46 available. Well, is it the Make Me Suffer one? No, Make them so far. Yeah, black tongue. He must have just bought a bunch of them and just let them sit on a shelf, maybe? I know. You know what's weird? It's not coming up for me anymore. What, like in your eBay search? Yeah. I'll have to send it to you. Hmm. Mine's supposed to get here on the 26th. I'll let you know if it's real or not tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, the pictures look real. So. Yeah, it looks legit, but... The, the picture looks real, but yeah. what did he send us? True. And really, the only way to do that is to open it, really, right? Yes. I don't know. We're still sealed on this one. Yeah. I know nothing about CD bootlegging, so... CD bootlegging is actually pretty easy to spot. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. See what happens. Right, back to concerts. Actually, I'm expecting a flag and a sweater tomorrow. Right. It's kind of warm for a sweater. Yeah, but I'm stocking up on hoodies and for the for the winter. You guys have. Does it get that cold out there? It's 
California. Does California ever get cold? It gets probably like down to like the forties, and I'm like shaking. Are you serious? <laughs> That's crazy. Yes, hey, I'm serious. Oh. Who else needs to talk about their first concert? I guess I do. Yeah. Yeah. We're okay, favorite so concert, only, either yeah. one at this point. Well, it's the same thing. Oh, well, then there we go. So my first concert was Warp Tour 2016. That was a good year. And I'll say that was probably also my favorite one, too. Who was on that bill? Uh, Ice Nine Kills. Well, Gideon was on it. I remember uh, seeing them on Ernie Ball. That was that was fun. Where there like no people around. I think um, Whitechapel, Veil of Maya, Motionless and White was on it. Mm-hmm. Wage War. I think that was their first tour or wow. first festival kind of thing. I didn't get into them till after, and I'm so sad. Chelsea Grin. In Hearts Wake and issues I saw on it. Wow. Your first Warp Tour was 2017. That was a good year, too. Was such a great year. Yeah. yeah that, that, was, was really good. that was like the metal year of Warp Tour. Yeah. I think yeah. It was, was that the one Carnifex was on? Carnifex was on it after the Burial was on it. Acacia Strain was on it. was on it. Acacia was on it. Pitford King. Silent Planet, Memphis Mayfire, Dance Gavin Dance. I missed it. it. I missed Dance Gavin Dance on that. I was like running from stage to stage. It almost caught like every band I wanted to see. Oh, wow. I I missed them to watch Being as an Ocean. I accidentally saw them because I was like, um, my venue that had Warp Tour was like a giant pavilion. So they split it in half. So one stage would be set up and the other one would, you know, be performing. And I was waiting for I Prevail to come on and Dance Gavin Dance was on the other side. And I absolutely hated them at the time. <laughs> After that performance, I was like, okay, I'll go listen to them. And then it just went into a huge rabbit hole. So. And then you tried a variant collection, and then you just decided to stop because there was no point to it, right? <laughs> yeah, I cried. <laughs> yeah. A day to remember was doable. They're not. Dude, I wonder how much Curtis is going to spend on that like box set test press thing on eBay. I think he told me that he was thinking about selling all of his to do it. Like his individual ones. But to me, that's a different item than the individual test presses. Yeah, that's completely different. There's a box set test press. Yeah, it's the first six albums. Damn. Or five. Five or six. I think it's five in the EP, isn't it? Yeah, because um, Sierra is the. Uh, I always count that as an album. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, isn't it like eight songs or something? It's something still like has, that. It still has two days left, and it's right now at a thousand dollars and twenty-five. Oh my gosh! No, thank it was you. at eight ten when there were six days left. So. Why was Insane. why is there three dollars and thirty-three cents for shipping? Like you're making stupid money anyway. Why would you charge three <laughs> extra dollars? If I'm yeah. all hail the... rise records. Yeah. All hail rise records. We really need to have him on here just to talk about rise records one day. That can like be an episode for records. sure. When we talk about dance game and dance, we have to get Curtis on here. No, we That's... have to get John. We'll have them both on, but we won't tell each other. Guys, there's only <laughs> nine bidders. 
Are you serious? And there's 33 oh, wow. bits. Wasn't the last batch of Dance Gavin Dance test presses? They went for 14 a piece almost, 1400 a piece. Yeah. I remember, I think Curtis spent like 2K on happiness. Yeah. He, he, he went all out on someone, those. He went from someone send the link for the test press box through. Yeah, I'll send you. I find it on eBay. It, it went from $30 to $82. I wonder what Mothership is at. Mothership's probably. Mothership's too, at 500 Too far out of my league. That's it? Jeez. What's it at? 500 Only $500 for... No thanks. <laughs> Didn't it go for like over 1000 for the first one that went up? I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. That's why I said I thought they all went for about 1400 a apiece, except for happiness. Art- Artificial Selection is only at 190 right now. And okay, that one days. has been put up like four times, I think. Like it's the first of, one, I remember, went 20? for a ridiculous amount. Twenty out of twenty? That's just stupid. You don't need twenty to. All I know is I'm happy I didn't have to pay for my test presses. For my plus the four ones. I only have one test press. That's it. I have two. I paid a ridiculous amount for one, and the other one, the guy charged me fifty. Are you going to get any Silverstein uh, test presses? Probably not. I might. I think I'm going to work on New Year's Day's test presses, but they're all Century Media, so yeah, that's impossible. Well, so is Victory. They laughed at me when I asked them. Yeah, but if you message the page, they laugh, but if you message an employee, they'll be fine with it. I know. I got to put in some words with the people I've talked to about the Silverstein records we were looking for. Does anybody know any connections with In Vogue records? Nope. I know the owner. Kind of, sort of. I haven't talked to him, but he's, I know him on Facebook. Okay, okay. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to ask him if they have any test requests for Hope for the Broken by Convictions. Okay. Yeah. I, want, I also want to ask him if I could buy one of his uh, stage scrims from 2010. Because yep. he was in Before Their Eyes. And I need an unstoppable stage scrim. Hey, Andrew, can you get me the Ice Nine Kills test presses real fast? That's okay. I, Please? I wish I could, because I, I still need to get Awakening, Witness, and uh, all bodies. Wait, Andrew, I have a better idea. Why don't you s- send me the name of the owner, and then I'll just message it myself. Just look up uh, Before Their Eyes and look into the vocalist. He's the owner of... In Vogue Records? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I remember hearing that, yeah. I did not know Nick that. Moore. Because I emailed them like a year back, but never got anything back. So maybe I could try this route, see what happens. Because I have, I will become Tesperacks. I just need, I just really want to get it. I don't have any test press, and then um, oh. I just don't want to yeah, go down that rabbit either. hole. I'm already so far down the Funko Pop rabbit hole. (laughs) I don't go after test press. I only got my sponge cord test press because I was the first order. That's funny. I only got my um, New Year's Day victim to villain one because I messaged some random guy on Discogs that had the Blood Splatter variant. And it turned out he did the layout for the entire album and had a spare test press that he sold me. So that's good. Wow. The Eskimo Cowboy one wasn't that fun, though. 
The what one? Eskimo Cowboy. What happened with that on here? Uh, the label put them up for sale for I think twenty four hours, but there was only one. But it was like two fifty. I don't know why test presses go for so damn much. I mean, I think that was like their, probably their biggest album, maybe. No, I'm just saying test presses in general. There's out of five in their height, though. Yeah, they're super hyped up. They're cool to have. Yeah. I mean, every single variant for We Are The Mess goes for like 200 at this point. So it wasn't out of range for the market of the album, but, you know, it's mainly the hype. What are you sending pictures for, Andrew? Because they can. <laughs> but that's what I was talking about. I need one of those scrims. Well, message him. How do you know that he has it, though? How do you know the guitarist doesn't have it? <laughs> Because he's the one of the only original members in that that band. Everyone else, because Landon was on that album, and so was Elliot. And Elliot's the main reason why I want want that. Well, what if somebody um, else has it though? Man, shit out of luck. <laughs> All right, we were supposed to be talking about concerts, right? Something like that. What about the worst concert you've ever been to? Warped Tour 2013. That was why. I'll tell you <laughs> why. I will year. tell you why. Holden Heights at 10:45 when the gates opened at 10:30, oh. and the closing band was Black Veil Brides when they just put out Wretched and Divine. Ew. Okay, wait. That's a mm, never mind. Let's go, Bryce. Let's go. <laughs> I want to see if I have right. Look, I'm not a huge fan of Blackwell Brides. I will go to the grave defending Russian Divine as a perfect album. <laughs> the only highlight from that show, I think, was uh, Silverstein. But that was on there when they were promoting Endless short the songs. They weren't playing my show. And then even the Amity Affliction wasn't that great that year. They didn't have they didn't have their drummer. They were using their drum tech. And they played about two songs all together. I don't think I've ever enjoyed an Amity Affliction show. I'm sorry. Me. I love Amity. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The thing that my problem with Amity is the clean. Amity shows much, much, uh, must hit better when you're in that Australian air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time, last time I saw them, they put on a great show, like as a headliner. Because I, I saw them back in 2018, and then, actually, I think I saw them in 2018 twice, for the Motionless and White tour, and then the Warp tour 2018, and both shows I didn't enjoy. I only saw. Yeah, I saw them design. open for. Uh... The Rise Tour and uh, crap, I forgot the name of the tour. Are you, are you talking about the Rise Up Tour? No, it was uh, Like Monster Flames, Glass Cloud, uh, Ghost Inside, Miss May I, 
and uh, somebody else. But it was back in 2012. Let me look it up. <laughs> but that one's my worst show. Just every everything about that was just was just terrible. Every band just didn't do good. I mean, Silver Scene was great, but they played 90% of the short songs EP. And that's all it really was. Sleeping with Sirens, they were terrible too that year. Well, they're terrible every year. They were good. They were good when their first album came out. I like their most recent album, actually. I thought it was really good. Oh, I'll say that. The recent one wasn't that bad. I enjoyed a few songs off of it. But on 2013, Sleeping with Sirens is terrible. That was in 2013. I had two Pomona dates. So good. <laughs> I remember seeing Secrets with uh, Melzer on that tour. It was awesome. I think for me, the worst concert I've ever been to was, um, you're going to laugh. So um, I think it was in 2012, I saw Meatloaf. Did you do anything for love? Um, but I won't do that. Um, <laughs> I, like, he, because he was just so, so like overweight and out of shape, and he just, it was just sad. Like he constantly had this rag tied to his microphone that he was wiping his face with between like every song. Like it was just gross, and oh, it's funny. and the concert just would not end. He just would not end. He just kept going. Why did like, you stay? Was he headlining? Uh, yeah, it was his show. So basically, um, so my dad wanted to go and see him. Oh. Um, and so my dad got us tickets as well to go with him. Um, and it was just painful. It just would not end. <laughs> yeah. I think my worst was for the Fallen Dreams in 2018. Just because they had they had like a they had body snatcher and like those kind of bands there, and yeah, there's always like every other like beat down deathcore show. These few guys show up and just like beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I hate people like that. Yeah. Like that's what ruins shows for me. Definitely. That's why I'm always in the back. Well, that's what I had to do. I'm usually in the front because I'm like I'm a I'm a tall person. The, the last so time I was in the front, the last time I was in the front at any show was Norma Jean. I got kicked in the head so many times. That was my first metal show, Norma Jean and Forty Day, in Silent Planet. That's a good line. Uh, for today, farewell tour. Yeah. I usually try and go to the front if I can. Speaking of for today, I don't mean to I get off topic. Know. What do you think of what Maddie said the other yesterday? What do you say? Oh, about abortion? I don't know. What do you say? You're going to have to tell us the story. Here, I'll pull up the post real quick. Oh, did any compare it to the Holocaust or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. That's the, that's the wrong thing to compare it to. Like, stance aside for different things, like, you know, would, you know whatever you support, whatever, but, like, I wouldn't compare it to the Holocaust. Like, yeah. I get I what think, he was trying to say, but yeah. the way he worded it didn't sit right with people. Yeah. yeah I think, I th he should have thought that through before he said it. Yeah. Like, I'm 
I'm pro-choice all the way. Or not pro-choice. I meant um, life. Pro-life. Yes, I'm I'm pro pro-life all the way. Uh, and that, a lot of that comes from like the. We can just see that little bit of Josiah saying that he's um, pro -choice. No, stop. stop. You, no. <laughs> uh, no. I'm on fine length. There is no way. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely pro-life. Just like a lot of it comes from uh, biblical mindset and aspects of it. Um, but I, I went to Auschwitz uh, whenever I was over in Germany. And it's unforgettable. You would see just, uh, I think they had like 4,000 pounds of human hair. Um, countless pairs of shoes, um, briefcases with people's names on it and stuff like that. So I, I get why he would compare it in terms of the genocidal aspect of it. Aspect of it. But just the, I guess just seeing that at like that side of it and knowing what the people went through and whatnot is really, it was rough to see. Okay. And yeah, there's like super inhumane ways that babies have been aborted, um, but to can fully compare it to the onslaught of the Holocaust just isn't isn't the like proper um, comparison. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think I think I don't think that he was trying to compare it like that close, but the way he said it, you know. If you if you say anything like that, that's what people are going to think of. Right. Yeah. Because people don't really look at that at that sort of aspect, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Both subjects are real touchy. Combining them just super. doesn't yeah. sit well with anyone. That was he that was, was asked, the wrong way to travel around. Yeah. It, it just wasn't smart. Did everybody say their worst show yet? Not uh, me. Okay. I didn't. All right. Probably Three Days Grace back in 2015. Matt singing Adam Era songs. It just mm. did not sit well with me. That's I, I don't know. It was a good show, but just so, singing I'm, Adam songs is just, no. I'm actually really interested in this, that, Andrew, you love Three Days Grace, but you refuse to support the new singer, but your favorite band is Bless the Fall, who doesn't have the original singer. <laughs> <laughs> got him uh, on that one. He got you on that one. <laughs> Andrew, I have a quick question. How do you feel about My Darkest Days? I, I like them. I like them. Okay. It's just... Adam is like really, really good, and his their music has helped me. But I just haven't really listened to Matt era that well. It's a good era, I think. Whatever Matt's first album with them was really good. It wasn't it like Human or something? Yeah, it was yeah. Human. Yeah, that's the only one I've listened to. I think it's good. Like I think it's a good album. Yeah, I don't listen it's to just the Outsider. His voice is so distinct. Both of their voices are so distinct mm -hmm. that it sounds like a different band. Yeah. And Matt has a softer rock voice than Adam does, but it's yeah. but it still has that prettiness to it. Right. Adam's is just you know. My worst show? Oh, man. I don't really have a worst show. 
because a lot of the shows that I've been to have been like overall I liked it and whatnot just with like certain bands being on it but the worst set I've ever been to was whenever Stray from the Path co-headlined with Silent Planet and I just could not wait for Stray from the Path to get off the stage. Was that the one with Kublai Khan and Greyhaven? Kublai Khan and Greyhaven were on that I one. I wanted to go to those shows for a bit, but it, it was, was like a really great far show. Away. Greyhaven's awesome. I love Greyhaven. I love Greyhaven. They're like one of my favorite bands ever. Kublai Khan, that set was just nasty. But straight from the path, I just I just can't stand that band. I just absolutely cannot stand that band. I've never seen them, so. They're but. so whiny. They're just whiny. And his vocals are whiny. And they just they just whiny about everything they're just whiny <laughs> you're whining about them whining uh, touche touche let's be real that's a good point <laughs> no i just i i was just ready for this set to be done and like people were going nuts over them too and stuff like that so was, that's how it was with um black deli murder oh and, uh, white chapel i i don't know why i just it was I think one of the one of the reasons was they were playing an album front to back. And I've never been into Black Dahlia Murder, but it was just super boring to me. <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. I think nice. my, um I think my worst show was probably the Rare Form Across the Continent tour. Who was that? Uh so it was Wait. I don't remember. Yeah. Was it after um, Barry? Was it Era to make them yeah. suffer Acacia Stream performing Continent in Full and after the Burial performing Rare Form. Rare, rare Form, yeah. That sounds like it should show? be an awesome show. Yeah, it should have, except like the Acacia Strain played all of Continent, which was fine. But afterwards, they wanted to play more songs and it just felt like their set was never ending. And then after the Burial came on? I left before after the burial. <gasps> Why would you do that? You heretic. <laughs> That's the only show that I've ever left early. Oh my gosh. To be fair, the entire crowd, like regardless of where you went, were basically just trying to start pits everywhere. And like some drunk lady like cross-lined me or clotheslined me and it was just, it wasn't a fun crowd. Did you fight her? No, she like I don't know, she like clotheslined me, but like pushed me out of the way to leave the venue. And then security was like after her or something. So I don't know. It, it was just a crowd I wasn't into. So. That is a little strange. Yeah. I do have a question. In theory, that show sounds great. What? Do you, do you guys, have you guys been to like a local festival that's just been like one like off show that just combined a bunch of tours together? No. 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 Philly's not that cool. Yeah, neither is Missouri. Neither is Pittsburgh. Yeah. I feel like that mostly happens in Texas and California. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Maybe New York, but yeah. Yeah. Because there, there's one uh, show that I went to back in 2011. That was really good. I'll send you guys a picture of it right now. How about you explain it? Well, who was on it? Yeah. That's why I'm looking up. Because I don't remember. <laughs> He just remembers it was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> it was that good. He just can't remember a thing. <laughs> it was Roman's headlining. Okay. Of Mice and Men with Joe Piper. Which year was this? 2011. Okay. Bless the Fall, The Word Alive, 
Motionless and White, Lodoran's Black, For the Fallen Dreams, Upon a Burnt Missing Body. Upon a Burning Body? Like mus- yes. <laughs> but did you say Missing? Upon a Missing Body. In the Midst of Lions I, I, was on that? No yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a good tour. Oh, shit, I've, heard, I've heard they were super good live. Yeah, I'm, I wish they didn't break up. Those dudes were St. Louis boys. Oh yeah, but back to Andrew's flub there. I hope that was a reference to what he did. Yeah, it was. Okay, all right. To I was hoping who, so. To what? Who did? The singer <laughs> from Upon a Burning Body. What he, he did? Fa- he faked his kidnapping or something. Yeah, yeah I it was a marketing that? thing that the band did. That was like, yeah, oh, no. our vocalist has been kidnapped, and I don't remember like, much. His Twitter that. was just things like somebody's in my house, somebody's trying to get in my house, somebody's that is horrendous. Oh my me. Gosh. That and is then terrible. he went silent and then the band was like, he's missing. And I think that was like a two yeah. week thing. That's such bad yeah. marketing. Whoever their like manager is needs to be fired and thrown in jail. <laughs> but anybody got anything else about concerts? Anything fun that happened? Oh, this is okay. I'll tell you the craziest concert experience I ever had. So it was the Iceland Kills uh, March of Madness tour with um, Bryce. What's the other? What was the other band from Ashes uh, to Snow? Yeah. And so this was in like small town Indiana. It was this small town called Angola. So Iceland Kills is playing. I'm with there with one of my best friends. Hold on, I get to it. I have indigestion, sorry. Um, and then... Take some Pepto. I don't have it. Um, and then another one of his buddies was there with us. It's like maybe three or four songs with the Ice on Kill set. And we're having a good time and everything. And like, I'm screaming during the show and everything. And like, I've learned how to scream. have no issues with the death shows. But all of a sudden, my throat started hurting. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm not screaming improperly. I, my buddy's friend taps us on the shoulder and says cover your mouth he's like covering his mouth and everything and i'm like what and he's like pepper spray and we're like what are you talking about all of a sudden i'm coughing like crazy i turn around and half the venue is out of the is like gone just half the room is completely gone some kid got caught in the pit and started pepper spraying people during their set and ice on kills had no idea what was going on so they just kept going it was nuts and i was just like all right well i'll just enjoy the show i walk out the show got over i walk out and there's like people still coughing hacking stuff up and ambulance was there it was nuts it was it was crazy it's like i remember hearing someone pulled a knife out on someone Uh, motionless and white for today st louis my best friend and one of his friends was with him they went and saw for today and left after that because they didn't want to watch Motionless. They found out later on that night that some kid pulled a knife in the pit. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. at the Octane and Accelerator tour for Fit for a King and Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. Apparently, like the venue that I was at is like two levels, yeah. but the bottom level is like kind of split in half a little bit. So on the lowest level, apparently, I think it was during Fit for a King set, someone pulled a knife out, and John Pullen like tackled the guy or something. <laughs> And, like, told me about it after the show. I was like, oh, that's cool that, like, no one knew. Yeah, like, that's so casual. 
spot. I bought tickets to that tour for Make Them Suffer, and they dropped off. Because it was like, wow. it was two hours away, and that's uh, the only reason yeah, I could go to play. But I went anyway. Was it with their visas? For visas or something like that? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Such a bummer. That's what happened to Architects the first time I saw Bless the Fall. They couldn't get their visas in time, and they weren't at my show. I remember when I went to Soundwave in 2015, um, Slipknot was um, one of the headliners on one of the nights. Um, and the crowd ended up breaking the front barrier. So they had to stop the show because um, they broke the barrier. And um, a, a girl also got taken out of the pit on a stretcher with a neck brace as well. So that was a pretty crazy um, crowd uh, for Slipknot. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> This isn't really as crazy as all your guys' stories, but Warped Tour 2008 here in Philly, uh, during Bring Me the Horizon set, uh, all the seats in the first 10 rows got ripped out and thrown in the pit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's like that dude where you see that video, the guy has a mattress and just throws the mattress at somebody in the pit. Yeah, that's what I imagine. That was pretty chair. much it, but with hard plastic and metal chairs. Damn. Did it turn into? It sounds like it just turned into like a WWE match all of a sudden. It pretty much <laughs> did, and they loved it. <laughs> and it was it was one of the best experiences I've ever seen. Awesome. That's I went awesome. to see um, the band. Um, the head the headlining band was the Wonder Years, um, and Knuckle Puck was supporting them. Um, and it was a, like this really small venue, and um, they're like not even the heaviest band. And I don't know why this even happened here. Um, but there was like a small little circle pit, the size of like a bedroom. Like it was like so small. And, um, there was a guy who was on his knees. He was trying to get up and his friends were about to help him up. And this other guy runs like full speed from the other side of the pit right across to him and knees him in the face. Um, and then his nose just started pissing blood. It was like a fountain. And then his friends and the other guy's friends started to get into a punch up and then like other people and me tried to get in the middle to stop it. And like, it was just crazy. Then security had to jump into the pit and like, yeah. <laughs> it's not. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> crazy guess stuff. What, guess what time it is. Guess what time it is. It's time is to it? bless the fall. The band of the week. Yes. Band of the week. Wait, I thought place. this week was Silverstein. Like I prepared for that, like this entire week. It's part two of Silverstein. The the post I it was part one and a half. It's part two point That would be part two. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say, wouldn't that just be part two, still? So? <laughs> the bless the fall reference. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We've had about two months to prepare for this episode. Has it been yeah. two months? When we tried to do it, it was the beginning of quarantine. God. That's right. And that was right. about middle middle March. We really got to get our stuff together. Well, at that yeah. point, Anchor was messing up. And I don't think any of us were in the right state of mind at that point. No, dude. I was like slap happy. I'm still not in the right state of mind. <laughs> we did nothing but giggle on that. We really did. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was well, because, like, like, nothing oh, went corona. right. It was like Corona Files or something like that. We yeah, I, 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 called it the, I called it the quarantine tape because that's all it was. Quarantine it was 
It was two failed attempts at trying to do this. <laughs> that was a good night. Yeah, night. they got us a few laughs, but... They got us about 40 minutes worth of a laugh. <laughs> I forget what else even happened. Oh, you got kicked out of the meeting. Andrew yeah. had a bunch of problems. Yeah. And that was the first part. And then the second to go around, I had all the problems. I think the rest I, it would just kick me out of the own meeting. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Andrew. All right. <sighs> Talk about the best album first. All about it. Well, this one, the EP? That's one yeah. I actually haven't heard. I haven't listened to that. I haven't heard either, so... If you have another, if you happen to find another copy of that EP, just uh, you should let me know. I remember a couple well, of times it came up on Amazon. For like I had twenty one or something. Point. No, I that was Andrew. Uh, Zach, uh, I forget his last name, but he's in Mac. He found it on Amazon for ten bucks, unopened. Yeah, oh my that might be more oh, yeah, I remember that. Why does that happen to everybody besides me? <laughs> I, I mean, apparently on... we just found that Black Tongue CD. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. When I found I never... it on um, Discogs, it had never been sold, and it was listed for like 20 bucks. And I'd never seen a picture of it before, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to take a gamble on it. It's 20 bucks. Like, either I get something really rare for 20 bucks. Or and you did. <laughs> yeah. All right, back to you. John, what were you saying? I said back to um, you. Oh, no, the, the other John. We, we got to specify. We got two Johns here. Oh, yeah. I was just saying I got one. I think it was on Discogs. It was signed for like 40 bucks. Yeah, mine signed as well. I sold it to Andrew. Technically, we traded. Oh, that's true. For the fifth grade king uh, descendant. Oh, the original? Yeah. Nice. Isn't that when I threw in a... The all is calm signed. That might have been, yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Signed on the CD. That's... So, so Andrew, is that EP or it's an EP, right? Yeah. Okay. How how good is it compared to uh, his last walk? Uh, I think I've only list went through this like once, and honestly, I do not remember. So. I couldn't. But it's just a cool Was that before Craig came on, or was he? That's Craig. Or is that Craig? Craig. Okay. Like, I'll get into all that right now. Sweet. Go for it. (laughs) So, they started um, practicing, like, with crap. They started. Practice with crap? That's not good. No. no. <laughs> I mean, that, would, that would be a very shitty started game. with after school um, practice sessions and they eventually grew into like a full-time band. But it was started with Mike Frisbee, Miles Bergsma, Matt Trainer, and Jared Rath. And they had a different vocalist. His name was Andrew Barr, which he left in – well, they found Craig in 2005, so Barr just switched over to keyboards. And Craig took up full-time vocals. And then Bergsma left in early 2005, and he found Eric because Miles wanted to go back to school. 
And then now they have the full lineup that they had at the time. Nice. And then they just toured around for a little bit, like with Greeley and Norma Jean and Ali Sana. And then they recorded His Last Walk. Which, which is I'm their a- best. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of in the boat with Andrew a bit. So I really hold on, let me remember uh Guys Like You Make Us Look Bad. I like that song. I really like that song. But the me rest too. of the the rest of it I just couldn't get into. My problem is I got into them and escaped the fate and all that right when the whole singer change happened. Mm. And Escape the Fate's always been Craig, Bless the Ball's always been Bo, and Fallen in Reverse has always been Ronnie. Like the old stuff. What about A Word Alive? And and The Word Alive. I got into them with like Life life Cycles. Wait, no, 2012. That's the first song I heard. But all, all, all that happened for a reason because all those bands sound amazing now. Yeah, man, I, I really like his last walk. I think it's a great album. Yeah, I, think I love it, it. I think it would have made a better impression on me if it was mixed better. Yeah, yeah, it has, yeah. It has pretty generic early mid two thousands. Yeah, mids are completely gone. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was. It, it kind of just felt repetitive too. Um, and it doesn't sound like it's like you couldn't understand what Craig was like. Ah, half the time. Yeah, you know? I really, I really couldn't get his vocals. I just don't couldn't hear the vocals that well in terms of like, his screaming. See, for me, like the first three, three, I guess, like his last walk and the following two albums, like to me, just sound way too repetitive to me. So I get like, I don't they're know. all about the same. They wrote the same album three times. Yeah, like they're not bad, but. Yeah, but I I still like his last walk a lot, and I think that's mostly sentimental reasons. It's not it's not necessarily a bad album. More it's so just, like uh, early two thousands type of metalcore. So yeah, I mean, that's what I fell in love with. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily find the first album his last walk repetitive at all. I think the the songs in there are different. You know, there's songs like Eyes Wide Shut, which is softer. There's Black Rose Dying, which is a lot heavier, rise up's a bit more poppy. I don't know. Yeah, I probably just need to give it another playthrough and then be able to actually determine it. But just from my first playthrough and whatnot, I just wasn't wasn't really feeling it all too well. So for guys like us, it's definitely one of those albums that needs to be remixed and remastered. Right. Yeah. If they could remix it and remaster it and put it on vinyl, I'd be right there. First in line. That would be cool. <laughs> I would kind of like to hear them do it with uh, Bo being as a vocalist. Oh, yeah. That would I be mean, really I, cool. I think at this point, and Jared taking happen, up the whole, all the screaming. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, if it didn't happen for the 10 years, it's probably not going to happen. It's not, it's not going to happen. When was the 10 years for it? Um, 2016? Oh. <laughs> That's probably not happening. No, Maybe twenty. Maybe. I mean, Blessed Paul aren't really doing a whole lot at the moment anyway, so probably not. <laughs> and then 
So now we get to late 2007, 2008, on their first European tour with Silverstein. Craig left the left to go home because he felt like he was missing out on his daughter's um, childhood. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he has to come back in. And then they decided uh, that they don't want to have him back in the band. So he decided to work with Escape to Fate for and record an album. And then a week after or before um, they were done recording, they asked him to come back. And I read recently on Twitter that he would have came back, but he was working with like his dream producer and on his like dream label and everything was just lining up. Okay. That makes and they sense. have no like hard, bad, hard feelings. Uh, yeah. uh, I like it. And then a week later, they found Bo. Quick question. So, and that, this yeah. is for both uh, you and Richard, I guess. When did Craig start Word Alive? 2008. Between uh, Leaving Plus the Fall and the whole Escape the Fate thing. Okay. Yeah. And then the word of life wanted to tour and Craig was focusing fully on or more so on Escape the Fate. And then they found Telly. Yeah. Okay, because that that whole time in the in the family tree there always confuses me. Yeah. And um I'm pretty sure at one point didn't and Andrew might know more, but I'm pretty sure at one point Telly tried out to be in Bless the Fall. <laughs> because um Greeley and Bless the Fall are from the same state, the, the same city. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it, I, I could be wrong. Well, I know Telly was in Fear and Faith for a little bit, and then he was in Greeley. Maybe it was Greeley first, then in Fear and Faith. Anyway. I don't know. But then, let me see. But so, also toured with... Um, between Craig and Bo as well. Wait, what? I didn't hear that, that correctly. Bless the Fall toured between Craig and Bo as well without um, getting oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's when they had uh, someone filling on bass and Jared picked up screaming completely. Oh, wow. I wish I could have seen that. And I think that, that was on the great. Taste of Chaos. That would have been great to watch. I saw I saw clips and I think I sent it in the group chat, but I'm I don't remember. But after oh yeah, fun fact about when Bo was trying out, I know yeah, that sent him the instrumentals to Hey Baby. Yep. And then they uh, they he sent vocals and they're like, need you. That's crazy to think that his first song was. Uh... Hey baby, because that's that's actually probably my one of my top five favorite plus fall songs. Yeah, me too. Such an amazing song. One of the young ones that stand music. out for me. That's and the music first. video is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's a good video. That honestly is probably my favorite music video. It's crazy that like that song comes like right after his last walk. Like hey, in the production. Like yeah. such a shift in sound as well. Yeah. Also, my best friend kind of like ruined the witness and awakening for me, kind of sort of, 
just because like how they're recorded and it has like a screeching sound kind of and like hollow bodies and so on and so forth sounds completely different and the recording is like a million it's just I don't know what basket how basket like records and all that so he did um dying is about his fashion that's yeah, probably why it sounds way different than awakening and witness <laughs> well I don't know just I don't know but May 2009 after their tour with Silverstein and Norma Jean and Before Their Eyes they headed into the studio to record witness and then May 13th, they signed to Fearless. It's such a good album. I think. I, oh, yeah. I, I really do think that Witness is to their top three. Yeah, I was re- I was re-listening <laughs> to all the albums last night and the night before, and I have a new, like, top list. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll get into that afterwards. I guess, like, the, I I immediately go to like the. I think isn't after two point It's isn't it to hell and back. God, where's Gucci? And then what's it, left of me? It, after two point left of me. But like just the just after like to hell and back. God, where's Gucci? And hey, baby, like those three songs in order is such a good order. Uh, yeah, and then the ending of. Uh, God Wears Gucci. It was such a funny ending. Such a great ending to it. Yeah, it was that album that actually got me introduced to Bless the Fall. And it's so different from his last walk. Yeah. Like, it's not as iconic. And that's one reason why I like it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, they were, like, still in their teens when they recorded his last walk. That's crazy. I think it's a great album. I love that album. Me too. And just hearing Bo for the like in that album and everything, and just I love the balance that they have of his singing and Jared screaming. Definitely. And it took me ten years to find a, a recording lineup signed one, but I am so glad I have one. That's awesome. That's. So I cool. knew you were real excited when you got that one. I remember when you got that one. That wasn't too long ago. Yeah, which the guy that makes the eight tracks is the one that sold it to me. Oh, really? Oh, jeez, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I did have to pay fifty bucks for it, but that is totally worth it. Oh, that's, that's what I offered. Yeah. So, I mean, did you get that last? The band anymore, so. Did you get that last eight track from him? The one you needed. Yeah, he sent, okay. he sent the booklet along with it. Oh, okay. Then let me see where I'm at. On June 3rd, I was in nine, they were officially done recording Witness, and they toured with August Burns Red and Enter Shikari. And then in July, they released a clip of the song God Wears Gucci. And it was released in August of 2009. And then in September, they released What's Off To Me. And then the album was released in October. 
And then in 2010, was Australia was store of the year. And then in, in 2009, I know I don't mean to backtrack, but they played with Finch, dropped it to Gorgeous and Vanna from October 2009 to November. Oh, wow. And then, let's see, let's go to Awakening. Oh, wait. And in April 2010, they recorded Dream On by uh, Aerosmith, which I love that cover. And, but like one part of it's just doesn't suit Bo, which is where, you know, how Steven Tyler gets all high, like almost at the very end. Yeah. And that that just doesn't do it for me. I had a feeling it was going to be that part. So, and then February 2011, Mike Frisbee announced that he was leaving to pursue another uh, path. And they announced that Elliot Grunberg from Before Their Eyes would be permanently on guitar. Elliot. He's That's so your dude. He's such a good guitarist. Oh, yeah, definitely. The whole band's just so freaking talented. Like, And then they both confirmed that they wouldn't play 2011 Warp, but they were recording the, the full length. But then they were announced for All Stars Tour that year. And that was like one of the best lineups I've ever seen, like completely. It was on the lineup. Uh, which year was it? I mean, just headlining, which sucks, but. Uh, crap, let me look it up. I know Sleeping With Sirens, Memphis Mayfire, Ghost Inside, Attila. Uh, I should have this stuff prepared, but... Okay, so Amir, born to Osiris, for today, I wrestled a bear once, after the burial, Chelsea Grant, Attila, Alisana, Bless the Fall, in this moment, Ghost Inside, Farlow Sleeping, Norma Jane, Sleeping Giant, Chariot, War of Ages, Texas in July, Had the Breather, Great Commission, and two other bands that I can't read the name. But they're that sounds small. Like a good tour, though. Good job. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then and they're hoping to have guest vocals on uh, Awakening, but they didn't end up happening. And I know they were eyeing Ronnie Radke and Tim Lambesis. Hmm. Which I think I could see them on Bust the Fall songs. I could see Tim, but... I could see Tim. Yeah. I would love I to hear about Ronnie. <laughs> I would love to hear Tim on a Blessed Fall song. That would be amazing. I'd like to hear Josh on a Blessed the Fall song because Bo and Josh would be singing together. That would be cool. Be really cool. Or hear uh, Tim on a on an Under Oath song or, under, or Spencer on a, a, a Zion song. That would oh, yeah. be cool. 
what was that? To, uh, Tim being on yeah, the underdog song. And Speaking my Tim language be, there. And uh, Spencer being on with uh, As I Lay Dying. You're speaking my language right there. That'd be cool. That would be really, really sick. And I, I still wish I would have gone to the Cool Tour. That Cool Tour has one of the best lineups I've ever seen. What was, who was on that lineup again? This one. Well, say he was on it. As I lay dying. As I lay dying. Under between the beard of me, bust the fall, acacia strain, architects, cancer bats, and war majors. My gosh, that is a tour I wish I could go back and see. But what? That's year like that? a dream tour because I would love to see Azalea dying under oath and bless the fall in the same show. What year was that? 2010, 10 years ago. Okay, that was before Tim went crazy. <laughs> Poor Tim. Which, fun fact, I saw Tim's, like, last performance before that all happened. That's nuts. The last performance or one of? I think the last performance. I'm not sure because I don't know if they played after 2012. But it was that he performed uh, Wake Up at the Mitch Lucker Memorial Show. I saw him in, in 2012 on the Mayhem Fest. Oh, yeah, then I guess they were doing that. So I don't know. Wait, no, because that was at the very end. That was in, like, December or November. Yeah, mine, mine was in, like, July. But I think they were supposed to go on the tour with... Oh, who were they supposed to go on tour with? I remember hearing about I, that. The silence, as they dying and all that type of stuff. But I'm not... I forget what the tour was called. But then all that happened. Yeah. Then he went bye bye. And then came back yeah. with a great album. Okay. So we're on the topic of Awakening, what's everyone's favorite song off that album? Um they have one. Let me try to remember. Awakening's not one that I really remember well. Probably 40 Days or Bones Crew. I was... Promised ones I really like. That's what I was going to yeah, with Promised I do like, Ones. I do like that one. I do like Promised Ones and um, The Rain. I really like The Rain as well. I like the I like the lyrics of The Rain. Yeah. Lyrics for The Rain is really, really cool. That one's like... The one you can definitely tell is like a religious song. Very like... like I guess Christian oriented. I don't. I think this is probably my least favorite album from them. This is my second least favorite. Like, I guess I should just explain it now. Um, yeah, go for it. Me with Bless the Fall. Like, I've never cared about them. They've been a band that's <laughs> like. I'm just kidding. So, I'll listen to an album, and for the most part, I normally forget about. 80% of the songs right after. But like, they're, each album normally has like one or two songs that stand out to me that I will like go back and listen to a lot. Awakening is the only one that I don't go back and listen to anything off of it. I have that same feeling, but for another album that's coming up. Hard feelings. It, no, it's not I, hard feelings. Watch yourself, John with an H. <laughs> Wait, no, I want to say Hollow Bodies. No, not Hollow Bodies either. What? 
for all those? To those up behind? Okay, but now you're going off of the one that I listen to the most. We'll get That's there. We'll the get one. There. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. You can help right. me later. Get there when we get there. Yeah. Also, the fun fact about the last song on Awakening. It's only been played at one show, and that's one of the shows I decided what I told you guys about the me oh, film. Yeah. Oh. Because it's hard for Bud to sing that song because he wrote it for his grandparents. Oh. Oh. Well. I... The thing, the thing that I've come to notice about Bo's lyricism is it's very, very to the heart. Like it's very heartfelt lyricism. Except That's one of like, the reasons why I love him so much. Except for like that. Okay, we'll get to it. The so a couple of the songs in Hollow Bodies, so. though. But yeah, like his lyricism is super, super heartfelt. I, that's I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going into 2013. Hold on, I would say that Awakening probably, like with the bow lineup, is probably their weakest um outing like overall like not that it was a bad album by any means but it just wasn't up to par with their recent stuff and with witness that's what a lot of people are saying about to those left behind yeah if i think about compared it to, for those left behind compared to all the movies to at least oh yeah that's true that is true look at that those two are both amazing albums it's just like Following up on is so hard to do. What do you think, Oliver? I don't know. <laughs> I, still, I mean, I haven't listened to, like, collectively. Well, the thing I do is I put, I listen to playlists rather than, like, I mean, I do from time to time listen to albums, but most of the time I listen to a playlist, and I, I don't check, like, what albums songs are on. So I have, I have no idea which which songs are from which albums you most of the time. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I do I do listen to a lot of their songs. Like a lot of them are in the playlists that I most listen to, but I don't know which albums are from. I have to look it up. Yeah. Hold on, let me turn on my light. Except for Phineas. I I typically know that. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't listened to one of their songs. That's Except the one who sent me in that one video. Oh, yeah. Um, Till the end. Till the end's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That whole album is just phenomenal. Yeah, that is a great album. But, plus. That's yep. another podcast for another day. Yep. And so, I will be there. <laughs> So in 2013, they, or no, 2000, October 2012, they started writing their fourth album and recording started in April of 2013. Then they finished in May. And then they, they're on Warp Tour that year. And on August 20th is when they release uh, Hollow Bodies. Undoubtedly their heaviest. Yeah. Such a great album. album. Yeah. Yes, it's amazing. And oh, their singles are You Wear a Crown But You're No King, mm-hmm. Deja Vu, See You on the Outside. 
Did you find that single yet? <laughs> Someone sell it to me, please. <laughs> Did you message the guy that had a picture of it? Yes, but he, I think he's in like Taiwan or Japan and he doesn't understand English that well. Well, you better figure out a way to translate. Uh, just Google. <laughs> you, what you should do is just Google Translate. Type in, copy and paste it. Send it in. And hopefully it translates my, right. Yes. So, I don't know. But fun fact about uh, You Wear a Crown, he actually wrote that song about his father. Really? Hmm. Is there more to that story or is it just... His father basically walked out and wasn't really around. Mm. And his mom had to take care of him and all that. Wow. Which is something that I kind of relate to because my dad technically walked out. Don't want to get personal. But I mean, just seeing him as a good father that he is and all that now and how he's good. Um, not definitely I can relate to that. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. I didn't. I never knew that it was about that. Hollow bodies. Hollow bodies itself. Oh my yeah, gosh. it's my second favorite album from them. Yeah, I'd have to agree. It's probably my second, maybe third. I don't know. Hard feelings is still kind of floating around somewhere. No, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard second. It's got to. It's first for me. That's my favorite yeah, album. Hundred percent first. Yeah, I mean, I. I I can't really pick one. I, I I love it all. I think it's all good. I really really like Hollow Bodies. I like the the song off of it. Yeah. Um, Young Bloods is so good. I think Hollow Bodies was the first song I ever heard from them. I think I remember seeing it on like, um, on demand or like Verizon's like music video thing that they used huh. to have. That's how I found. That's how I found them. I found uh, what's left of me. Oh wow! Those, those are the good old days when you can get on on demand and find a video, right? Also, I want to pull out one of the vinyls, but this is probably the prettiest vinyl. What did I've you ever just seen. say? What did you just say? I was about to catch him on that. I was like, "Did he say it?" He said it. I heard the S. He said, <gasps> "No." What did I say? Vinyls. Dude, yeah, no, you just vinyl. said it. Um, I only repeated the curse word because he said it, though. So. so that makes it okay. Kind of. Not really. No. We could replace that with another word. Would that make it okay? What would the other word be? The V word with the S. The V word with the S. <laughs> the Vuzz. It's the Vuzz. <laughs> no, but Young Bloods kind of cracks me up as a song. That's pretty. Um, what What are we looking at? What What's Andrew showing? I don't see that. I believe that would be Hollow Bodies in vinyl form. Yeah. Oh, that's a third. That's a third pressing of that album. Yeah, the one that came up out of nowhere. <laughs> nice looking variant. I was wanting to get that one, but then Andrew actually sold me the first pressing with the semi-clear blood splatter. Cool. That's the one I want to get. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And I thank Andrew so much for selling me that. Oh. <laughs> um, but Youngblood tr- cracks me up at one point in that song because the last line of that song is oh, you're censored. F- yeah, um, you're an effing disgrace. But they he, they censor it with a uh, pinch harmonic. And I will so say that's funny. probably one of my favorite parts of any song that I've heard. It's it's great, honestly, it's great. 
What song did they? It was their first song that has a cuss song in it. I know it's it, either. It had, been, it had to have been Youngbloods. Yeah. No, it's a uh, yeah, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, because yeah, it's like right before the breakdown. You're just a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I love that part. It's just so funny. Like I don't know why it's funny. It's just good. I don't. I don't know. It's great. It's just great. It's the breakdown and everything. That song's such a good song too. It is a good album. Definitely. Really like um, see you on the outside. A, yeah, that one's good yeah. too. Um, and like you can kind of tell that they wrote that one with um, Vic from Pierce the Veil as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was, yeah. I like that one too. Open water. Yeah, I honestly water love open water. Too. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's it's just a beautiful song. That's the like, one with the lights feature, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wonder That's how they feature. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they got her on there. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's through marriage. Yeah, something, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Open Waters is really great. Carry On. Like, we can't forget about Carry On. With yeah. Oh, I love that. From ADR on it. And the sound it's is starting good. over. The album's just good, okay? It's yeah, a great I'm album. Good. It's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. Still, yeah, it's my favorite Bless the Fall album. It definitely falls think... into one you can just listen to from the end, beginning to the end. Oh, completely. absolutely. Yeah, there's not a bad song on there. Yeah, they did, they did really good on this one. They did a great, great job on that album. And now, to those left behind, in May, the band announced they were working on a new album. And in June, they announced it would be titled To Those Left Behind. And they released the audio to the song Up in Flames, which is honestly one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And then in August, they released the second single, which is Walk on Water, which at the very end, you can hear Elliot screaming, which is really, really good. You should do more of that. And then they, uh, and then they went on tour with uh, Stick to Your Guns, Amorosa, and somebody else that I can't think of right now. But that was a really good good show. Which is also the show I met one of my best friends at. And then in 2016, they toured with Crown. They co-headlined, not co-headlined. They were supportive of Crown the Empire, which is Kind of whack because plus yeah. is a million times better than Crown. By Crown, far. The em- Crown the Empire is terrible live. I believe it. I've only seen them once, and there's that warp tour, so I have no idea. Yeah, it was. It was. I saw, them, I, I saw Crown once, and they were okay. Their music's really played, good. Though. I think they played Swamp Fest, and they were all going on. Oh, you should like smoke weed and all that type of stuff on on stage. Andy's like a total tool. I mean, it works for me. Look, I, I'm sorry, but like I will always prefer Crown the Empire over Bust the Fall. At least oh, hey, that was a great episode for today, guys. <laughs> we'll see each other <laughs> next. That's how I feel about that. Uh, man, I'm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look, I enjoy the theatrics behind it. I'm sorry. I can just leave. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, you have your opinion, but your opinion's wrong. So, wow. Yeah. That new haircut's giving me the wrong opinions, ain't it? <laughs> you should shave it off and look like me. No, absolutely not. No, I need hair. I no. need hair. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> that Plus a crap ton of ice and kill yeah. stuff. True. But that doesn't do much for me. It doesn't do that much for you? Then get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if we think about life in general, it it gives Does, me. Does it bring death. you any happiness? I mean, it brings me happiness, but it also brings me like horrible financial security. <laughs> there All is right, a word guys, you can so... use. It's called "no thank you." I won't. I don't <laughs> need to buy is. that. <laughs> nope. So the other supports were New Year's Day and Too Close to Touch, which that was too close to touch in their prime. Like Wait. The, the, New Year's Day we touring with okay. That's funny. I can't see that, but okay. Yeah, I've never seen too close to touch. I'd like to. Like their two main songwriters left and now they just they don't sound good at all. Like you could tell from the EPs that they released and then having been myself and it's just completely different. So what's everyone's favorite song off of To Those Up Behind? Mm, probably Against the Waves. Against the Waves is great. My favorite, yeah. I want to hear John's favorite song. Uh, none. I don't, I, don't revisit the, I, I don't revisit this album at all. I'm torn between Walk on Water, Dead Air, and Up in Flames. I don't know. Well, those are my three favorites. If I had yeah, to pick, those are, those are great. I don't, in the video, in in the video for Oathbreaker, um, one of the two shows they filmed was a show that I went to for them. Oh, that's awesome! Are that's, you in the video? Uh, somewhere in the crowd, but I couldn't find myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're there. I would say Dead Air is my favorite. Probably uh, up in flames. Is mine. I think I was, I, I remember I said that um, For Those Left Behind was their weakest outing, and I must have been high when I said that, because it's, it's such a great album. You habitually get high and make wrong opinions? Well, you don't get high and make wrong opinions, so what does that say about you? He gets haircuts. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what does that say about me. Bro, I don't, I don't, I don't snort weed. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, praise God. Um, but I, I think it's a great album. I think it's good. Yeah, me too. It, it is, it was just a super, super hard follow-up to Hollow Bodies. And yeah. I think that's why it gets overlooked a lot. Is because you release an album like Hollow Bodies, your next outing, you would have to top. You, you, you would have to top that. And Hollow Bodies is such a, I would almost say it's a perfect album. Yeah, I think that's going to be the issue with like Ice Nine Kills. Like they now have to top the Silver Screen, right? Which, which is won't so hard to do. That's yeah. gonna be. I can't wait to see what they do, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. 
It's still going to be a good, I think, but I don't, I don't think they can top the silver screen. It's going to be hard, you know, and every, I think almost every band has those albums. Right. You make an album amazing, almost perfect. Then your follow-up amazing, but not as good because your, that album was just phenomenal. Because everyone's just going to focus on like every minor detail. Exactly. Exactly. But there's one band that did do that. That was really good is Escape the Fate. Dying is fashion, and then this war is ours. Hang on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. See, I was gonna say as I lay dying, but with uh, which album? Shadows are security to shadows are security, and then a ocean between us. Oh no! I I was saying ocean between us albums. to the Powerless Rise. Yeah. Powerless Rise, Rise is good. Powerless Rise is a really really good album, but Shadows of Security and. Ocean between, ocean between yeah. us. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. At Dude. least we agree that An Ocean Between Us is a near-perfect album. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do agree that An Ocean Between Us is a near-perfect album, if not a perfect album. Another band did it was Under Oath, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Awakened? Awakened is okay at best, I think. Yeah. Awakened's all right. I hear a lot of people don't like it, but it's my favorite one. By them. Is that the one with Tear Out My Eyes? Yeah. I like that song. That was the first song I heard by them, actually. That's a good that's a good song, but I mean the album as a whole. I just I just don't dig it. I it's I enjoy it. I think Tear Out My Eyes is the one song that's like the most memorable, but yeah. Yeah. I like Azalea Dying with singing. Yeah. That's yeah, every so song be... basically. Except for well, the first album. Except for Freya Words Collapse. There's like no singing. Isn't there like one line in it or something? I thought. Uh, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've listened to it. But there's absolutely nothing. The new album has quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New album. New album is fantastic. New album I'm probably going to make an ISO post later tonight for. Really? Yeah. I originally, I was going to try to get all the variants for it, but the black and orange swirl sold out as soon as I was checking out. And so I just decided to not care anymore. <laughs> but I now think, regret's coming to me and I just want the orange and black swirl at least. I think I have the a little regret. Bone mm-hmm. and black splatter. Oh nice. Now we're gonna be going to my favorite album. I'm gonna put this, this as my number one. It, you know, this album surprised me. It yeah. I think I said the same thing when I first started talking to Andrew, too. Yeah, the first time I listened to it was... What the song should have been. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second half. But I think the first time I listened to Hard Feelings was whenever I sent it in the group chat. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's taking me this long. I remember when the album first came out. And I was like, oh, hey, New Bless Fall. And I was like, listen to like maybe one single or something like that. And I was like, what, what is this? Like, it just seems too poppy. But then I, I listened to the entirety of the album and it completely surprised me. And it's, it's such a great album. And it's also their first release on Rise. Yeah. That's but unfortunately, it's the only release. Probably. For now. Maybe. If Rise would treat their bands better and not just be dance gap and dance records and it would be fine isn't acasia's oh, straight on rise though yeah casey's on rise right now 
they've been on Reservoir since Coma, or no, um, more, wait, was yeah, I think Mortal, Mortal, before Mortal, Death is it the was, Only Mortal? Death is the Only Mortal was the one that followed up Wormwood. Okay. Their discography always confuses me with how much they have. I mean, they have like DCA or whatever, DECA. You know? DK. It's decaf. Come on. DK. Anyway, hard feeling. If they but don't do one... that, I'll be disappointed. What, decaf? Yeah, if they don't make screw everybody up and the last one be an F. <laughs> I think, <laughs> isn't it on the D single that it has like the full album title or something? Yeah, it says Slow Decay. Yeah. That's what they're calling it, but they should just screw everything up and make the last one F. I feel like out of any band that would do that, it'd be them. Yeah. yeah. Or like put a sleeve on the Ys that have an F on it. Yeah. <laughs> like limited edition or something. Cool. I wouldn't be surprised if someone photoshopped the sleeve and made it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the merch limited out of 50. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Kisha Strain? Say what? Isn't the Case of Shank collector and Mac Benji? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I believe so. He's the guy that dropped 1500 on that mystery bundle auction <laughs> and got free shows for life. Okay. Oh, Boss the Fall did that. I dropped that much on that. I know you wouldn't. He would drop it on Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> yeah. It's whether or not Spencer would recognize who was bidding on it. He should be giving you phone calls every day for the amount of money you spent. Oh. Oh, no. The only time I've talked to him is at a show. Anyway, hard feelings. Yeah. Do you have hard feelings? Um, yeah. Wishful Thinking is such a great opener. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's my yeah. favorite song on the album. It, it, no. I would say like my tops were wishful thinking, melodramatic, cutthroat, and sleepless in Phoenix. Yeah, cutthroat the, hits wishful so thinking. damn hard. Has that one like electronic horror breakdown? Yes, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and sleepless in Phoenix is great too. Yeah, like more. My I like find yourself are, too. That one's good. My favorites are wishful thinking. Melodramatic, and Keep Me Close and Welcome Home. Mm. Welcome Home probably being number one. Yeah. I think my top for four would probably be like Wishful Thinking, Welcome Home, Sleepless in Phoenix, and Cutthroat. But I feel like that's also the basic answer. Yeah, but I think those are just the cream of the crop of those. Are such an amazing songs. Mm. Feeling Low is really good, too. I would yeah, put Feeling, feeling Low good. Yeah. in there. That was the other song I was thinking of. It's just, it, overall, it's, it really is just such a great album. I feel like if you have, like, different moods, like, if you're in more of a melancholy mood, like, the slower, like, sadder songs will stand out more for it. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, over really under, I'm over being underrated is a really, really good song. Yeah. yeah. And I like how at the end of Welcome Home, Bo has Rocket singing on, on it. Yeah, that is absolutely horrible. Oh, because I don't pay attention to things. Is the intro from Cutthroat something? Probably. I have no idea. I'll look it up because while we're it, sitting here. Yeah. It sounds like, I don't know. It just sounds something that would have been like personal to the band or something. Saying, suck my. 
Yeah. I don't How's know. that cuts in and out too? I know I know Bo's a real hip hop head. So maybe well, I mean like I forget what band it was. Used some interviewers um Oh clip when they were trashing him. Andrew, you're right. It's a sound clip of US rapper Easy E from the documentary series, uh, The Defiant Ones. All right. But it's a perfect it's intro. It's so funny. I mean, it's a great intro. It's just weird. When the first time I heard it and you hear that and you're like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> but then it punches you right in the face right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good. That has one of the best opener parts of a song off that album. It really takes you for a ride. It does. It's great. Yeah. And in August 2000, or 2018, Matt Trainer, the drummer, announced that he was departing from the band, citing that his family being the main reason after their headline tour at the World Live. I remember that happening. That was so sad. Oh, bad. And now we're supposed to have a follow up, hopefully, pretty soon. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what's up for the future? What uh, Are they recording anything yet? I've, I've seen uh, Eric and Jared post about stuff, but who yeah. knows? Nothing too solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even now is probably not the time to be expecting a whole lot to ha- happen from them. I know when I was going back with that one guy on their music video on Facebook <laughs> last yeah. week, that was pretty funny. He was saying that Bo's the only one that wants to keep the band going. That's such garbage. Those, a lot of those dudes have been with the band since it formed. And the lineup that they have is they've had for like the longest time. Yeah. It's well, been. I mean, um, Eric seems to have a real estate career now. So does um, Levi Benton from Miss May I. He does. Really? Yeah. And Micah Kennard from O Sleeper. And the. Um, Josiah, sit still. The old drummer of uh, Attila. Really? He does. Okay. Me and him had a conversation like a while back just about music and everything. So it was pretty Real cool. estate and metal. Who knew? Who would have thunk? And their musical style is best described as Christian metalcore, although Bo has stated that they want to be considered a Christian band. They don't or they do? They don't. So kind of like We Came as Romans. Yeah. Kind of like most of them. Yeah, which was wicked as Romans. I thought they were like too positive at first, but now like listening to like all their stuff, it's just so. Plan a seed is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sad that that tour was gonna come like literally the week that they shut everything down. I was supposed to go see. It. I think well, I think it was one of the first cold, um, cold like war tours that they were doing was coming to Pittsburgh, and I decided not to go. And that was the last time Kyle was here. Same. Oh my gosh. And I like I was I was going to three shows that week already, and I'm like, all right, you know, they'll come back, right? Nope. And I still haven't seen it. That sucks. Is that happened on my birthday a couple years ago? Oh. So now every time my birthday comes around, I'll think of what happened to Kyle, and I'll get all sad. I think that was also. I don't remember if that was the same tour that Palisades and Ice Nine Kills were with them. 
I rem- I think that was that tour, but that was also the first time I skipped out on Ice Nine Kills since 2016. I don't remember. Was Palisades was supposed to come to or be on the tour with Bless the Fall and uh, Slaves, but they decided to go to Europe with I Prevail. Hmm. Oh. I Prevail so weird now since they have a bunch of soft songs and they still expect people to go hard in the pit. <laughs> like, like at a festival, really. Pitt's not moving. They're playing these like sad rap songs. This is the the tour. If you guys are wondering. Oh yeah. Such a good tour. All right. Basically, right. That was it. So next week. Are we going to talk about at least the first four or so releases of Silverstein? Yep. Yeah. All right, everybody oh. do their homework. Can do. Let's I've never liked homework. Well, it's only four albums, a compilation, and a live album you need to listen to. Which you could honestly skip the live album and the compilation. Yep. I would say don't skip the compilation. Oh, see, I was going to say maybe don't skip the live one. See, I just hate their demos. I, I think you need to hear the demos to go into when Broken is easily fixed, but I'm a big Silverstein guy, so that's maybe fair. that's why. Oh, hey, John, have you listened to the Underlift demos yet? Have I? Yeah. Of what demos? Yeah, what are you talking about? We don't, <laughs> we don't talk about those. I don't, I don't Wait. remember. Uh, did you listen to the Ice Night Kills demos? Yes, I did. How were they? <laughs> they were odd but awesome okay like you said the one is a a complete ballad now yeah it's weird that both of those songs are put together to make one song though yeah because they both could have been separate songs on the ep but yeah it's it was just odd but it was pretty damn good yeah it's one of those things it's like weird the first time you hear it but it grows on you a lot All right. Anything else? All right. Well, let's thank Brother John Oliver for coming on. Yeah, for sure. That was good. Yeah. It was a pleasure having you, man. Had fun. We're it's definitely going to have you back on. Our first feature out of how many? <laughs> right? <laughs> of what? Out of yeah. I'm tired. Don't. Don't you have to go to work soon, too, or something? Nope. Today next is week. day off. Don't you have to work nice. next Friday, though? I thought you did. No, it was only, I was only scheduled like Saturday of overtime oh, okay. last week. No, next week. No. I'm, uh, I'm just staying over till 10 on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But I'll have the night. Uh, okay, I got you. I thought you were. I thought you were picking up a twelve on Friday. No, I'm just holding over four days. Unfortunately. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Because that doesn't sound fun at all. He's a frontline hero. Frontline hero. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, you you have a job through all of this. Yeah. At the very least. Money. Yes. 
It's just my sanity is shot. <laughs> That's understandable. I'll right. take a few shots before you go into work. Did you, just, did you oh, say no. take a few shots before you go to work, or I'll take a few shots before you go to work? No. My sanity is shot. <laughs> Why would I take a few shots before going to work? That's what Bryce said. Yeah, I'm saying take a few shots before you go into work and it'll make it all bearable. And that's whenever I asked, because I actually can hear it, if Bryce said, I'll take a few shots before you go to work. I was like, well, wait I a don't minute. drink, Josiah. Come on. I don't know. I didn't hear <laughs> With me, I prefer smoking more so than drinking, but I stopped that, so. I was going to say, smoking's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which one? All of it. The natural yeah. one. Uh, there's okay. What? Oh, Wait. oh. Yeah. California okay. legal one. Yes, California legal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, like it was making me too lazy, so I'm just like I stopped and I want to get the ball rolling. So. Yeah. Oh, all right. right. Let's all say goodbye. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. Next week. Bye. 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 Bye